No mob, it has been a quick minute, as my dear friend Karen Demery would say, between uh, podcast episodes, and that's because I've been spiralling a lot in terms of vulnerability, mental health, um, suicidal ideation has uh, become quite a concern for me, so I've pressed pause on a lot of things to be able to stop and address that and really go deep to understand what's driving it and where it's coming from. And what I've, through a lot of journaling, through reaching out to my supports and being on country, what has come through loud and clear is that a lot of my mental health has come from my own perspectives of how I'm seeing things. And the question I've been asking myself or that my coach Jess has offered to me to be reflective on and use as a guide is how am I making my life harder by wishing things to be one way rather than accepting them for as they are, the facts of the situation, not how I want things or people to be, but rather as they are in the facts of the situation and then understanding what projection am I putting on those situations or those people and because I'm wanting it to be one way and I'm not able to accept that it's a, that the way it actually is, is that that's where the majority of my pain is coming from. I'm not saying that situations aren't going to hurt because they're not the way that I want them, but I know that the way I've been approaching certain situations in my life is that's the biggest cause of my pain and there's certain things that are repeating chapters for about the last 25 years and I'm finally ready to start to address those things and that's what I want to focus on with this yarn is is where potentially are you wishing for something to be one way and not really accepting the facts or the reality of the situation as it is rather than how you want it to be. So for me, for the last three to six months, or no, I'd I'd go as far as to say the last three years, maybe as much as five years, um, I've had this strong calling and pull to really just press pause as much as I can on the outside world to begin to explore my inner world to understand how I got to where I am, be able to understand the context of where I am and then use that as guidance for where I want to go next. And I've got good intentions, I know and understand the need for it because what has got me here to where I am of being a mum of six, being based back in Mulderon, Lachi Lachi country, regionally back home in our community, got me to three world titles and everything that I've been able to to do and and what I now call my resume is not going to get me to where I want to be and it's not going to get me to be the person that I want to be and it's definitely not going to get me the results or even lay the foundations for those next level dreams to become possible based off of the habits, behaviours, choices, mindsets, actions that I had in previous chapters. And one of those things is understanding my capacity. And what I mean by that is 
I've always had the capacity to do a lot of things, but I've never really had the capacity to go deep on the things that are a priority, that by going deep on those things, it'll allow me to plant the seeds that I need. It's that 80, 20, the 20-80 rule that I've been trying to work with is that what's the 20% of things I can focus on that's going to yield the potential for 80% of the results to come? And I've known for more than 12 months that my business and my own inner work are the, is the 20% that's going to allow me to yield 80% of the results that I want, which is being able to take care of my family at the level that I want to. And that means living the lifestyle that we want to live, being able to buy a house and being able to have money to invest for our future as well and start to move towards intergenerational wealth and freedom. It's being able to not be spread thin anymore. It's about being able to be really clear with what roles I play in Kilalana, in my home, in jiu-jitsu, in my businesses, in the community at this stage and season of my life. And by having my business structure set up, having the back end of my business operating well our processes and our systems that will allow me to free up my mind my time and my energy because I'll be much more efficient and effective with the time that I'm putting into my business and that also goes for my home and my jiu-jitsu by putting my business first it actually allows me to focus on having steady income streams it allows me to have a simplified business model that doesn't take up all my mental energy to figure things out i'll then know what clients i'm targeting and what work i'm focusing on rather than trying to do everything that the market has available for me to do however being stubborn and going but i've i've, I've done it this way forever i'll just keep doing it this way because the change scares me. The change makes me uncomfortable. But the change also requires me to be accountable to my own bullshit. So instead of doing what I, what my inner knowing is guiding me to do and what the facts of the situation are guiding me to do, I was focusing on how I wish things were, which is part living in from a future state of going, I want to be able to do those things now. Two, being frightened of how much time it's going to take to shift from where I am to where I want to be. And three, just going, well, I've done things this way forever. Maybe I don't need to change. Maybe things don't need to level up. And also there's been certain relationships that I wish were one way and I wish I had a certain relationship and connection with people and they just aren't there. The relationship that I have is not the one that I want or the one that I wish for. And because I've been so focused on what I want rather than what is, it's been causing me a great depth of pain. It's been causing a great depth of conflict and discomfort in those relationships. And this has just all become a big tumbled mess. It's like my weaving has stopped because it's just become all tangled and I've lost connection with my core. I've lost connection with my trust and my knowing. And at the start of the year, I did say to the ancestors that I want to fully surrender. Not that I want to, I'm fully surrendering to my journey. I'm fully surrendering to their guidance and I'm no longer going to be flooding my resources everywhere that I'm ready to find the flow and the boundaries of, of the river and use 
the spirituality of our river as the way that I'm going to move through my life moving forward because the river has boundaries and you can only see as far as the next bend and in order to know what's around the bend you need to walk the journey from where you are to the next bend to see what is around the next bend and I haven't been doing that I haven't been practicing and been in integrity and in alignment and in congruence with my own inner knowing my own values and that knowing of what needs to be done next rather than what I want to be doing and by avoiding that and by trying to live in a future state now, by focusing on things as I want them to be rather than as they are, this has really driven this high level, just spiral into, into serious mental illness. Like my depression, my anxiety, the suicidal ideation has just been dumping over me like waves, just one after the other. And I just wasn't taking responsibility for how I was contributing to my own situation. So sitting with Jess earlier this week and just so that the work that I'm doing with Jess is so powerful. It is so sacred. So we are working together based off of my human design. Now we have a relationship that is built out of trust for like the last seven or eight years since we first met each other. And it's taken many different versions, many different roles. But in this season, I went to Jess last year and I asked her if she would work with me for 12 months on my inner journey to be able to get myself grounded so that everything coming from me would be built off of my strengths, would be built off of my values, my beliefs, my ancestral calling. So we decided to start with my business and to bring some strategy and structure to my business so I would stop doing the things that were no longer needed in that space because I'd identified that if my business, when my business becomes solid, it is the foundation, I'll not only be able to have the revenue I need to employ myself, I'll also be able to take care of my family, which will allow me to have the breathing space I need to then start to address other areas of my life. And how we're structuring this is that at the start of the week, we have a sacred yarning session where I get to reflect on the week that was, I get a space to just purge everything that is sitting at the top, all of my emotions, all of the stories that I'm telling myself, all of the experiences that I've had, and then be able to have a space where I can get someone to bring their reflections to it or to ask me guiding questions so I can move through the emotions so I can get through to the wisdom or the knowing that is sitting underneath the emotions. But for me, I know that I need to process the emotions. I need to move through the story and I need to move that through my body in order to be able to get to what is the next step? What is the, what is the knowing or the wisdom that sits underneath that emotion or that situation? And then from that, we usually get to a point where it's reflecting on what's happening for the week for me. And then that really sets me up that when we do our strategy session to focus on the work that we are doing together. And it has been so transformational. And I found that this has been the missing piece for me in working with a coach or working in a program is having that usually with that I have a time to do things with a coach or a mentor or in the program, but I don't have that time with that person or someone else to process to have a sounding board because I'm an auditory person. I like to talk through things 
Um, and that's been a big missing step. So to be able to um, trial this with, with Jess and be able to feel it out has been absolutely amazing. And to do it in such a trusted, sacred space, a brave space that's been created collectively by the two of us with boundaries and protocol around what the purpose of this space is and what it isn't has really allowed me to really bring the self-awareness to the surface and even though I'm not seeing like the practical outcomes of that in terms of tasks and things being ticked off I can feel the grounding within myself and even though the last three weeks have been really hard and I think it's because things are shifting I don't think I know I'm actually getting sick because my body and my mind want to stay with what's safe they want to stay with what we know we don't want to shake things up because it might mean saying goodbye to certain people or certain relationships the way that they've been not good not goodbye to the people but goodbye to the relationships as they've been and starting to take responsibility and be accountable for the role that I've played in where we have gotten and who we have become individually but also collectively in that relationship to each other and in the relationship to that relationship. And that's with my roles in Kilana, the roles with the, the people that I love. And that resistance though and that fear is causing me to become sick. My spirit knows I can no longer stay where I am. I can no longer stay who I am. And in order to bridge the gap between the ancestral and the emerging, which is where I'm going, I need to clear out things that do not belong in this season or do no longer belong in my life. And that scares me. And this, I've been sitting with this, this story that I want things to be this way. And that's based off of a lot of my attachment trauma from my parents, from this belief that I need to have people a certain way to love and validate me but that's not the experiences that I have that's not the reality those are not the facts of the relationships that I have and what I'm learning and what's becoming very clear is that I need to learn to give myself that love and validation that I want from other people I need to mother myself in a way that my mother couldn't mother me to repair that mother wound that I have so that I can meet my children for who they are as young people or who they are in their personalities and love them from that space rather than and and accept how they love me and how they show that love to me or the relationship that we currently have and understand that the relationship that we have has been built off of who I've been in the past And the relationship that we have now is not necessarily an indication that this is going to be the relationship we're going to have forever. But where the pain has been coming from, particularly in that space and in my personal relationships, is that I've been so focused on how I want the relationship to be or who I want want to be to those people and how I want them to be in relationship with me are not the facts of the situation. And there's certain relationships that I've chosen to walk away from in this season because the facts are is that those relationships are no longer working for me and those people are no longer in my corner. And that, that's fact. It's They haven't shown the time or the commitment to my care. They haven't reached out to go, hey, how can, how can we take the next step and all that sort of stuff. So 
these these are facts and the more I've been able to sit with that yes it hurts but it's not causing me this deep spiral and it's finding this the truth has a way of sitting in my body that is very quiet it is very solid and it's the vibrations that are coming off of that of me fighting that truth fighting that knowing fighting those facts of the situation um, as it is rather than as I want it to be and by fighting what is it's causing me the deepest pain and this has been quite a journey to get me here and I'm learning now more than ever is that the real journey is for me to learn to be myself wholly as I am not as other people want me to be not as I intentionally want me to be but as I am in this moment and trust that as I'm being in this moment that's the legacy that I'm creating in every moment that I'm in every room that I'm in and it's also going to allow me to create the space for the becoming through the being in this moment and trusting that things that are meant for me will find their way to me and And by accepting things as they are rather than as I want them to be, that's requiring me to walk away from things that are no longer serving me or it's requiring me to look at my capacity and my, and my current situation without rose-coloured glasses on, without a trauma lens on or a victim mentality and going, right, where am I? Who am I? And what does that mean for what's next by the choices that I'm making? And one of those choices that I've made is to step away from jiu-jitsu. Something that I've had in my life for 20 years. I started jiu-jitsu 20 years ago when I was 19. And the only time I've stopped jiu-jitsu for any significant period of time was during COVID because I was pregnant with my son. Jiu-jitsu wasn't available in the six months leading up to me being pregnant with my son besides at home with my kids and, and partner. Then I was pregnant with my son and then I had a very traumatic birth experience where I fractured my tailbone giving birth to my son, had to have an emergency cesarean, which really delayed my recovery. And it's taken about a year to even be able to start to shift the weight. It took 18 months for my tailbone to heal where it's no longer in pain. However, the last few days of sitting with these questions and actually being with the truth of things and truth telling to myself and being able to accept the truth of the situations is that jiu-jitsu is just not available to me right now in the way that I want it to be and the way that it is available to me isn't good for me so I'm choosing to press pause on it trusting that by taking that focus away from jiu-jitsu and making it a priority it allows me to put the focus and the energy where it really needs to be which is on my business and on my inner work because that's the work that I'm avoiding and that's the work that I need to do that will allow jiu-jitsu to come back weave back into my life when the time is right and building a new relationship with timing is so important not this western timing of going yep in 90 days I'm going to do this or me trying to force a date for when jiu-jitsu is meant to weave back into my experience and be um, a part of my path moving forward. 
is by trusting in the timing that my body, my inner knowing and the ancestors will let me know when it's time or when I'm ready, when I have the time, the space and the resources to go, yes, I'm moving back towards preparing for competition. Now, what I'm doing with my jiu-jitsu as an example of accepting the facts of things is that I've cancelled my gym membership for jiu-jitsu. I've spoken to the people who need to know to go, hey, I'm, I'm pressing pause on my preparation to compete in jiu-jitsu and I won't actually be training physically jiu-jitsu, but within myself, what I've done instead is going, where can I continue my physical practice of developing the body that I need to develop that through mobility, strength, conditioning, uh, core strength, movement, that allows me to know that I'm still preparing my body to be able to do jiu-jitsu at a later date. And for the competitive side of me, turning that that competition focus, that Barkindji warrior energy towards my business and knowing my numbers, building out the foundations that I need to become a black belt in business because my business is the foundation right now that allows me to do to be mum that I want to be, that allows me, that will allow me to be able to have the resources to fund my jiu-jitsu and take care of my family and support my kids' aspirations and dreams as well. And to have the courage to accept the knowing that jiu-jitsu is not the right space or path for me right now took so much courage and it hurt me so much. Like I was in tears for days to the point where I had to have naps during the day just to be able to keep moving and just to be able to be in the day however I've got this knowing this this groundedness it's not it's yeah it's I'm I'm grounded in this knowing that jiu-jitsu is a part of my story it is a part of my future it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when I get my black belt It's a matter of when I become a black belt world champion. And I don't want it to be like this. I do not want to get my black belt under these circumstances. And, but I also don't want my family to be under these circumstances. I don't want to force stuff that isn't meant for me because I know that by forcing things, that's when I'm in, I'm out of alignment with myself. Because what is meant for me will find me. And I know that from past experiences. I have an evidence base to trust that my ancestral ways of doing things and the way that my ancestors did things and the way I'm being being shown and the way I'm practicing and learning how to do things as my method for how I do things in the world, how I be in the world, is exactly that. It's trusting in the timing of things. It's trusting that if I'm doing the work that I need to do, if I'm showing up, that I will meet that moment when it's the right moment, when it's the right timing, when it's the aligned timing. If I try and force those things, I will still get to that moment, but I will not be what I need to maximize the potential of that moment, the power and possibility of that moment. It's the same with relationships, my personal relationships. It's the same with my business. I've been focusing on what I want it to be rather than what it is, which has caused me a lot of pain and has made me sick. I've made myself sick by not taking responsibility and being accountable to the role that I'm playing in those things, but also by focusing on wishing things to be different to what they are. And facing the facts is 
is taking a lot of courage for me to face the truth of things. As I start to connect more and operate and and be from my ancestral protocols and processes and values and belief systems, the more I'm doing and the more I need to create space for that healing to come through, for that to sit in my system and be in my system as a way of, of being and doing in the world. So where are you right now with a situation or in your story collectively at, at the at the sky level, taking an eagle um, billiard view of your life right now? Where are you sitting? Are you where you want to be? Are you being who you want to be? Are you doing the things you want to be doing? And where are you wishing things to be one way rather than being able to accept them as they are rather than as you want them to be? And how is that causing you pain or dysfunction in your life? And what's the consequences of continuing to operate from that space? For me, the consequences are is that I'm going to get sick and things might fall apart if I don't take responsibility and start to do the things I know I need to do in order to move through this. And that's my own inner healing. It's my building up my capacity to be able to do the things that I want to do. And by accepting the situations that I've been focused on them being one way rather than being able to accept them and fighting them as they are has been the greatest cause of my pain and dysfunction. And that has rippled out into my family, into my business, into my jiu-jitsu. So right now, jiu-jitsu is not a safe space for me. It is not an available space for me in its current offering. And I've been fighting that for a few months. So for now, it's time to step away from that space for my own health and well-being and allow my jiu-jitsu practice to become something else, which is a focus on my physical development away from the mats. My emotional and mental development as a black belt is to be focused on my business and my own inner self-development and trust that when jiu-jitsu is meant for me again, it will weave back into my life. This, I'm not cutting the strand, I'm just letting it sit and rest for a little while. And I'm collecting all the other strands around my jiu-jitsu that will allow me to be able to do jiu-jitsu at a future date, that is at a future time when it's the right alignment. This growth, this growth stuff is hard. Doing the inner work is, is hard and yet I know that it is so worth it. Coming home to myself and learning to belong to myself first is the path because who I'm being in the world right now is the legacy that I'm leaving in each space, in each breath, and in each action. And I know that I'm not operating from alignment. I'm not operating from my inner power. And I'm willing to trust this journey and this season for however long it's meant to be and know that things can happen in an absolute instant. I'm not focused on Western concepts of timing. I'm trusting in my ancestral concept and practice of timing, which is that everything has a season and everything has its own timing. And by learning to accept the facts of situations and be with those things as they are rather than as I want them to be, I will build myself up and I will have a far more aligned, congruent life than by deluding myself 
and focusing on ego of going or trauma attachment of going, but I want it to be this way. I hope this helps you in some way. I hope it plants a seed for you in some way, or I hope these words are a guidance or a wisdom or just a step in a different direction for you. Big love and thank you for your ears, for your time, and just for you being in the world as you are and as you are becoming. With love and gratitude, Shen.